Gape of Cthulhu presents Flames of Freedom, the Sin Eater. It is uh, January in the year of our Lord, 1776. Uh, we are a ragtag group of uh, rebellious colonists uh, who received a letter from a particular benefactor uh, who said that one of his uh, spies working for the revolution, Miriam, uh, had been dispatched to Boston from somewhere uh, that required her to go through Trenton, New Jersey to get to Boston, um, carrying something important that the people in the city needed, but she never arrived. So he has asked us to go find her. Um, she was last seen in the bustling non-metropolis of Trenton, New Jersey. Uh, we arrived to Trenton in the evening, visited the tavern, spoke with some locals, uh, eventually uh, got some seemingly reasonable information uh, that she had come through the town a couple weeks before. Uh, however, before we were able to follow up on that too much, uh, another gentleman came into the tavern uh, with some terrible sob story about a broken wagon and a blizzard and lost his sons in the blizzard and the entire town rushed out to find them, uh, including us because we're brave and helpful and good people that way. Uh, there was never any doubt that we would go uh, assist in the search and all the characters were eager and ready to, uh, ready to help. Uh, after some backtracking and some searching, we eventually found um, a couple opportunities for where there were some tracks where we think some of the, at least one of the boys split up from the father. Uh, and so we split up with a group following those tracks. And the rest of us kind of went down and found the wagon, found some tracks leading away from the wagon. Um, basically, we followed a bunch of tracks along the route, uh, through the woods. Uh, and it seems like we have all eventually somehow come to uh, a stream in the woods. And it's dark and cold and snowy. And I think that's pretty much it. That is right. Yeah. So uh, currently your arrangement is you've got uh, Veronica and uh, William Stacy, the bartender. And uh, Calvin Stowe, the father, are all standing on kind of one side of his creek, talking across to uh, Livingston Hobb, who was a, uh, a preacher, a man you ran into on the way to town. Livingston is looking for his dog. He's just across the stream, and this is where the footprints uh, ended. And you've got Gideon doubling back upstream to uh, see if he finds any tracks, and he has stumbled across um red bonnie and mercedes who have recently been abandoned by their other <clears throat> unhelpful companions and um at this moment you hear uh the crunching um on the other side of the stream uh or at least uh or actually no you don't <laughs> 
So, uh, yeah, you guys kind of quickly gather all together, we'll say, and you're all down there across from um, uh, across from Livingston, where the first set of footprints are, if that's okay with y'all. And then you do hear some some crunching coming up, and across the stream, on the side with uh, the old preacher, comes stomping up another man of some years, uh, your good friend Archibald. Archibald Jameson Hale. Are you with us still, Rachel? I, I, hello! <laughs> Judge Hale, what are you doing out in the woods at this time of night? I thought we were looking for a dog and boys. We are. Uh, yes, I don't recall seeing you in the search party. Must have just missed you. Yes. Can you see any prints on that side? I look around. Uh, let's get a, probably don't have tracks, so maybe a spot hidden roll. Yes, uh, an extreme. An extreme success. Excellent. Yeah, I got a three. Yeah. So, um, so as you're kind of uh, looking around, and you know the old preacher there's, you know, looking with you, you uh, you do come across in sort of the wet ground over there, um, close to where the others are across. Uh, you do see a couple sets of uh, small footprints coming up. And uh, Livingston's like, oh, excellent, excellent. He was here. Okay, which direction did he go? How did he get across this stream? How deep is the stream? Is it crossable here? It's passable, yeah. It's it's a little too far to jump. You're going to have to step into the icy cold water. But, I mean, you know, it's it won't wash you away somewhere below okay. the knee. I will ankle to calf eye, I guess. I'll head across then. Okay. It is cold as you step through, kind of wiggle on some rocks and uh, come on to the other side. Livingston reaches out to uh, to help you as you come up. Waves the others. Come on, come on. If we just find Biffer, he can uh he can help us. She can help us find the lad. He's got to be near. Um, I'll go to where they found the tracks and basically see if I can see which direction they headed off in. Okay. Uh, you do have track, right? Yes, I do. Okay, Thanks. let's see. So, track roll, that's zero, 01. Wow, amazing. Yes, yeah, so you can definitely see where they head off into the woods over there. Okay, that way, and I'll point off in the direction we have to go that way can i see any like paw prints dog prints animals um at the moment no okay so just um, sorry just to be clear so the footprints end at the stream right they, yes oh, they went the, the human the footprints the, the human prints yeah yeah you were uh you were following sorry. sorry go ahead I was just saying they went to the, by the looks of it, they've gone across the stream. Yeah. So what happened last week is you guys, if you, I don't know if you recall, Jim, uh, you're both following two different sets 
of right. prints. Yeah, and you had uh, also some uh, some canine, dog, wolf, something going yep. on with yours. And those had disappeared. You had lost track of those because, uh, you know, for reasons. And yeah. these We're are human. With this. Yeah, right. So these are human footprints that go into the creek, and um, they have uh, found them a little farther, taken up across the creek at a little farther down. Okay. But the footprints on the on the other side of the creek from Mercedes and I are headed away from the creek. So as yes. if the footprints that we were at least somewhat trying to follow entered the creek, crossed in, and went out. Okay. It's not okay. Well, yeah, you guys all are all together in one. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah you had lost your – All the footprints. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Um, all the footprints I was following because, yeah, as I said, we were following two lots and we sort of met up at one point. Okay, that's where I got confused. I thought all the footprints just converged into the creek and there weren't any leading away from the creek. So that's, ah, that was I my see. misunderstanding. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. This is your one trail kind of comes to the creek and then it picks up yeah. on the other side. Yep. Uh, well, then I will surreptitiously, uh, so that Calvin does not see, uh, take a swig of his rum and uh, wade out <laughs> into the stream following Gideon. Excellent. Both he and uh, Mr. Stacy, as he comes across, Mr. Stacy's giving uh, Calvin a hand. He's a little bit shaky, of course, both uh, the night's activity and his somewhat inebriated state. Um, Veronica announces at this point that uh, she will try to gather up some of those um, other search parties and tell her that uh, they're looking in the wrong place. It's across here. And she turns around uh, an about face in a very military manner and uh, disappears away from me. Now, uh, before we head off, I want to search around because there's only one set of footprints. Do these look like they're the footprints that I've been following? Or, you know, are they the same size as the one I was following or mm -hmm. bigger? Yeah, so um, yours are the same size as the ones you've been following. Okay, so this is the kid that I've been tracking. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's another child, which the footprint's headed in this general direction. I'm going to just quickly, before we head off, um, mm -hmm. check around to see if I can see the other set of tracks. tracks. Okay, let's get some more tracking. <laughs> And Mercedes is keeping up with Red Bonnie crossing the stream. Perfect. So you're not left behind. Gotcha. Uh, so 45, which should be a success. Yep. Normal success. Okay. Yeah. As you look around, uh, this is the only set of footprints you're able to uh, to find here. But as you're casting kind of a, um, you know, a much broader uh, <clears throat> net i guess going farther abroad than you were before when you were just asking about uh the paw prints uh you do find uh some more uh paw prints uh, a little farther out as well that seem to be uh heading towards the uh the general area of the uh which first set of tracks which direction are they coming from from upstream kind of the direction you were you know, but now they're heading uh, back and look like 
if the human footprints were to continue on and the canine footprints were to continue on, they would probably converge. I would say this would probably be, be the guy's dog that's gone missing. From my reckoning, from the direction we've come from. You may say so if you wish. Yeah, yeah. So I think your dog's been here. These are definitely canine tracks. Oh, really? Biffer! Biffer! He'll give a a call out. Yes, yes. So I look like her. She's about that big. So I think it looks like they should meet up up ahead with the um, kids' tracks. I can't find the other child's tracks at this point, but... We should head off in that direction and start basically following the tracks. Sounds good. How deep are the dog tracks, Gideon? Could the child be riding the dog? (laughs) Well, not at this stage. They haven't met up yet by the looks. I mean, (laughs) the possibility, you know, further up that if, um, I don't know, would your dog allow a a child to ride it? Would it be big enough? You've never let me ride her before, you know. I <laughs> could be a special child. I'm not sure she's smart, but maybe I, I don't know. Perhaps. And as you kind of uh, begin to kind of trudge in a group off, Livingston sort of drops back uh, to start talking to, uh, to Calvin. Tell, tell me about your boys. He begins asking about uh, the missing children. Um, you go on for a good pace, and sure enough, uh, into the sort of darkening woods, you find um, a spot where you once again pick up some tracks. Uh, you know, sometimes you'll see the tracks, sometimes you'll see a sign on a tree or something, but this time there are... Um, paw prints going along with the um, the footprints of humans. Like they're going together like side by side or do they sometimes cross each other so we can see that one is following the other? Mm-hmm. It's a little more like that. Mm-hmm. Gideon's able to, uh, to tell you pretty um, with that uh, tracking role in his background tell you pretty definitively that that's exactly what's going on. The dog's following the child. Mm-hmm. Cool. I mean, do, are we heading in the general direction of town or away from town at the moment? Um, sort of away from town. You were sort of, um, how did I describe it before? Kind of southwesterly. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you're kind of moving in maybe a northwesterly thing, so you'd like bypass town. Um, okay. But where, where do they live? Um, I mean, Calvin, where do you live? Could we be heading in the direction of your house? Oh, we, we came we came from, from our home. We, we were bringing uh, a delivery to, uh, to, to Trenton and on, on to Boston. When when our uh, our um our cart broke down, but we we were we were on the path there, the trail. It's another another day's journey that direction. Kind of points off 
somewhere kind of vaguely back where you've been. He's not quite sure where you where the trail is either at this point. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're not heading towards their house, but um, because I was just thinking if the kids may be trying to find their way home. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Well, continue following. Um, maybe pick up the pace. I mean, we could we could, should be at easily outpace a child. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, can I get listen rolls? Everyone. Everyone, yes. Yes, I have a hard success. Okay. Fail. I rolled it. I rolled another zero one. Oh, you're hot tonight, Gary. <laughs> Those of you succeed can hear um, um, uh, the sound of a distant bark. Oof. Calvin is um doesn't act like he's uh able to hear. He's in deep conversation with Livingston at this point. In terms of bark, it sounds more like a domesticated variety rather than like a wolf. Yeah, it's it's not a howl, and wolves are generally <laughs> uh silent. Uh yeah. Yeah. I think I can hear your dog. Yeah, what? Listen. Oh, and I'll point off in the direction that the sound's coming from. There she is. Excuse me. And he hurries forward. And about that point, you kind of come to uh, through the trees into a clearing. And uh, the clouds have... Uh, have dissipated over this and it's a nice moonlit night and you can see um, a big opening and uh, just kind of some rolling grass and there's a large furry dog and Irish wolfhound that comes sort of bounding across and on the other side <clears throat> is a ruined barn and a small dilapidated farmhouse. And um, that's Livingston, searching there. Well, there you mm. go. Livingston sort of runs across, like, Oh, old Biffer, it's so good to see you. She kind of licks him and runs away, licks him and runs away. He's like, Come back, come back, we'll put you on the lead. Uh, just wait, let him uh, follow the dog. He may know where the child is. Okay, so he, um, you following? Okay. And can you guys give me some spot hidden rolls as you begin moving across? Rolled a 99. Oh. Oh, no. Uh, 25, which is a normal success. I might spend a couple. Oh, no. We have to spend. We have to use one of the things, use don't the coin. we? They're there to be used. Hard, okay. success. Oh, yeah. hard success. Uh, oh, we've got one person with a hard success. So, okay. Yep. Okay. So the house, uh, the dilapidated house, it actually um, 
there is some smoke coming from the chimney and um, the inside there is some light and um, Red Bonnie with your hard success you notice in uh, a window in an upper floor there is uh, some motion uh, from up there. Uh, well, there's someone in that farmhouse. So there, there was someone in the window, but there a movement in the window, like someone was in the window and then moved out of the window. That's exactly what you guess. Perhaps playing a game of hide and find. Biffer on this time, you know, he's sort of living, leading Livingston on a uh, Mary Chase playfully. And at this point, he's running around the house and Livingston is calling, Biffer, Biffer, hold on. You said dilapidated, like, as in doesn't look like anyone actually lives here, kind of dilapidated. Well, dilapidated in. Or just uh, a little old and run down. Yes, but very much so. You know, it's not like. like doesn't have a wall missing and okay. you know things like that. It's not destroyed. That would be the barn, which looks much more like that. Okay. Um, whereas the house, yeah, this looks like an old, beat up, rundown house that no one's taken care of for a while. Uh, then, then Red Bonnie will step up to the door, knock loudly. Hello, in there, Red Bonnie and company from Trenton. We're looking for some children. Is anyone home? Nicely done. There is no answer. Attempt the door. The, uh, do they have doorknobs back then? I'm, this one just kind of has a, uh, a, a latch. It's an old farm hat, farmhouse. So this kind of has a latch that you push up and swing in. And, uh, there in the house, it's uh, it's a simple floor plan. Two two rooms on the bottom floor, two rooms on top. In just a moment, I'll give you a quick picture if you're interested. Yeah, yeah, right here. Hello, is anyone home? No answer. I'd like to go look through the barn. Okay. So you come into the area marked sitting room there, Red Bonnie. There's a um a fireplace sort of at the uh the bottom center square there, uh with the fire, as I mentioned, going. And there's a uh a small well worn rug and a, a single rocking chair. And strewn about the floor around the rug or um, some books. And then there's a doorway to the back. Meanwhile, that was Archibald. He was um, leaving the floor or leaving the porch and going out to the barn. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Is anyone going with Archibald or is anyone going with Red Bonnie for that matter? I'll go with Red. I'll stay with Red Bonnie for now. Um Maybe tell Calvin to go with Archibald and call out for his sons. Okay. So Sounds hopefully bad. they may respond. Yep. 
if they can. Yeah. Mercedes? I'm interested in going into the house, um, seeing what Red uncovers when he opens the door. Okay. So we've got Mercedes, Red Bonnie, and Gideon. Uh, William, Stacy will go with you. You'll all be inside the house. And uh, Livingston will go with um, Archibald and Calvin. Okay. No, actually, Livingston is chasing his dog. So he's not yeah. actually going to the... Um, to, to either place right now. He's trying to get a hold of it in the yard. So let's go with um, Archibald first. Archibald and uh, you have Calvin with you. Come this way. Let's look through this barn. I, I This place makes me nervous. Boys, Jack, Charlie. I hope they didn't come out here. It looks dangerous. And unlike oh. the... Um, the farmhouse, of course. Well, not of course, but I did mention that it was uh, dilapidated and run down out here, destroyed, deserted. There are no uh, candlelight or fireplace here. It's just a dark bunch of, uh, <clears throat> you know, woods, an old structure. As you get closer to it, it looms in the darkness and the uh, clouds begin covering up the moon again. Uh, but a barn means warmth. If you're lost in the forest. That's true. Boys. Charlie. Jack. I hold my lantern high. There's the big barn door there at the front. It is uh, partially open. You may look uh, for tracks in the snow before uh, I enter. It's good. There's no snow on the ground, so you're lucky there. It has been wet, though, and so the ground is muddy. Um, so why don't you go ahead and give me a track or spot hidden? It will have to be a spot hidden and that I, that is a, just, just a normal success. Okay. So, uh, you don't see anything out here as far as, uh, local or recent activity. And where does the dog seem to be going? He's kind of romping, and by this time, um, Livingston is finally um, sort of caught up to Biffer, and she's licking his face, and he's sort of bending down beside her and trying to get the, um, <clears throat> what do you call it, his, her, the lead back onto her, her collar. So um, Calvin steps forward and uh, calls into the... Um, <clears throat> Into the opening there. Boys, it's your father, Charlie, Jack. Come down here, but be careful. Dangerous. Are you here? Just kind of saying. And he steps into the, the darkness. All right, I will hold my lantern up and follow. Don't think they're in here. There are no tracks. Okay. As you um, step in, why don't you give me some more spot hidden as you sort of hold it up? All right. Uh, nope, not that time. 
Okay. So, I mean, it's pretty easy to see there's not much um, of shelter here, right? Like one wall has come down and uh, there are a few, you know, the upstairs loft is actually not um, a loft anymore. You know, it's kind of an open area with some boards hanging down. You can see where it collapsed. Um, but through looking forward, um, you know, it takes a minute or two, but, um, you know, you think you're sure, rather you're not sure, but you think that no one has been here recently. Oh, look at the cobwebs. Yes, <sighs> yes. I'm sorry, man. Oh, my boys. <sighs> What do you think we should do? Well, let's see if there's word up at the house. All right. Charlie? Jack? And uh, as you were coming up to the house, <clears throat> Livingston will have uh, Biffer on the end of the lead and sort of be waiting for you by the, the door. Inside, Red Bonnie and Mercedes, as you have stepped in, Along with uh, William Stacy. Um, and Gideon. Did oh, you say there were? I'm sorry. Did you say the fire was lit in the fireplace, or there were candles, or something like that? Well, there is candlelight, and there um, is a candle stick, in fact, sitting on the floor, sort of um, off to the side by the chair. But there is a fireplace, sort of down. As you're looking at that little map, the little two-room map down here, first floor at the top. The fireplace would be like in the middle of those squares on the bottom, across from the stairs. And okay. there is a fire there. It's a small fire, but it is a fire. Well, still means so someone, someone, someone had to be here. Has mm, to be here too. Exactly. Let all this stuff. Um, I will stride forward through the sitting room towards the kitchen. Okay. I think I'll head up the stairs. For you guys. <coughs> Sorry. I was going to say listen rolls. Sorry about that. Can you hear anything over me calling? <laughs> 95. Okay. No, I can't. Hello, okay. Red Hello. Bonnie and company from Trenton. We're looking for some boys lost in uh, the woods. Meredith, did you do a listen roll? I failed a listen roll. Okay. I will okay. stride forward into the kitchen to have a look. I'm heading so upstairs. Yeah. <clears throat> so we've got Red Bonnie in the kitchen. We have Gideon going upstairs. William Stacy's just kind of standing to the side there, sort of near the fireplace, uh, looking around. And uh, what is Mercedes doing? I'm heading into the kitchen behind Red Bonnie. Okay, very well. So you come in, and uh, again, the house looks to be in a little better shape inside than it was um, outside. But it is a, I don't know, standard kitchen of the time. It's very Spartan, however. A few um, dishes set aside. There are some, a few cabinets, that type of thing. There is dust, however, covering the um, counters. <clears throat> Excellent choice, side, I would rather be alone with me rather than, I would rather be alone with myself rather than be alone with Gideon as well. <laughs> Along one side of the wall, sort of the uh, the upper wall there, there's some stack of some 
barrels and some stores, and you can see a uh, a door behind there. Uh, is it locked? <laughs> <laughs> well, chance? there's barrels and things you'd have to move out of the way to get to it. Okay. And you may easily if you want. Are they are the barrels full? Or are they empty? They're empty. Sometimes there's um you know it, they're not heavy, right? So I mean there may be some stuff in the bottom you know small barrels like if there's apples and stuff like that in okay. there it's like you know a third are they are they, are they are they just sitting in the way of the door or are they like pushed up against the door kind of thing well both i mean that's okay. kind of a, a long wall there right and so it's, they've kind of been put up there it looks like for storage out of the way and you know they happen to be in front of the door okay. it's your it's your guess whether what the intention was there but okay. it doesn't look so, out of place, yes. Okay, so it's not immediately obvious that they were placed there to bar the door. As you say. Okay. Well, yeah, of course then I'll move them out of the way. Why wouldn't I? Okay. <laughs> Clearly, Excellent. some children may have come in, gone into the basement, and then moved all this stuff into the way in, in, <laughs> in front of the door behind them. That makes complete sense. <laughs> Okay, I will leave you there moving things to the side. Uh, Mercedes, are you going to help Red Bonnie or look in a different part of the kitchen or abandon um, Help and move barrels. Help and move barrels, okay. I'll leave you two working on that. Meanwhile, um, upstairs, Gideon, you can see the, um, <clears throat> the second story. Um, Plan there you come up and uh, right there where it says down and the arrows are pointing towards down there's a window at the top of the stairs there and um, that was the place Red Bonnie indicated that she okay. saw some I'm, movement. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start listening I want to see if I, well, can I hear anything any movement up here okay let's hear you listen uh, 54 so what's that? Um, this time I will spend one of the coins and okay. bring it down to a 50. Okay. Spend luck. Okay. Sounds good. And the 50 is a success? Success, yep. Normal success? Okay. Yeah, normal success. Way to spend those coin, man. Use those things up. So, um, yeah. So, so just for a bookkeeping bookkeeping purposes i haven't done it but let's uh let's go up to our oh you did it already got rid of it perfect okay so um you can hear uh a little you can hear the boards are creaking right in this kind of sort of old house and uh downstairs you can hear red bonnie up to she's she's never subtle or they, they are never a subtle person red bonnie and uh she and mercedes are banging around doing something down below and calling out names, but um, just to the door as you are, um, well, to the bedroom area, since it's marked, it's easy to say that, you you hear a few sounds in there, like some scruffling a little bit. It's very quiet. Okay. Sounds like somebody's trying to stay quiet. Um, are they trying to, you know, are they, does it, is it like someone just 
like shuffling around, being trying to be quiet, not um, someone just walking normally. It's sort of a, uh, a soft rustling, but yeah, based upon the fact that every time you take a step, just about the the floors are creaking and you know making old house sounds. Kind of, um, this is that's not what this is. What this sound is. Okay, I'll head towards the bedroom. Okay. As I you may, um, I, sorry, quickly, I may pull, just pull out a, a knife just in case. hatchet. I've got hatchets. Okay. Good. Okay, I'll have a hatchet in my hand just in case. Okay, sounds good. So you uh, take a peek in the bedroom, and um, over again. It's a this also is a very Spartan room. It is a uh, a bed and a, a chest and sort of a little chamber pot, and um, well, not a chamber pot, but a little wash basin, I guess, on a on a table. And uh, over at the foot of the bed. Um, towards sort of the the back corner at the top, the top right of the map they have there, um, you see little Billy Townsend, who was uh, one of the boys that uh, you met on your way into town. He was playing with frogs, and uh, he left you before you got in there. And he uh, he turns around and stares at you with wide eyes, looking down at your hatchet. Now, Billy, and I'll slide the hatchet back in my belt. Billy. What are you doing here? I, I remember you from, from before. You have to help us. You have to help What's us all. What's happening? He do terrible things to us. You, you have to, you, you have to help us get us out of this house. Come quickly. We got there are others. We or help us. Where are the others? He's uh he's not moving and he's just no no he's obviously very scared and he's shaking his head he said where is he is he with you is he with no. you who he you know who I mean he's sort of shaking his head back and forth Calvin he sort who? of uh what's his name. Like, no, no. I'll go, I'll walk over to him and um, sort of pat him on his shoulder and try to just calm him down. Come on, outside. He makes us do things. And as you um, reach down to touch his shoulder, your hand passes through. So let me get a sand check for that. <laughs> uh, 12. A 12. So so that's a pass. So uh, let's make that one point. And as you um, sort of pass through him and I guess start back a little bit, he looks up at you and um, smiles and uh, says, he makes us do bad things. And then he sort of lunges at you and passes through you. And uh, can I get a pal check? Power check. Power check. Forty-eight, which is that? I'm just going to check my power. Um, fifty. So uh, it's a normal success. Normal success. Unfortunately, he rolled a little bit better than that. So uh, 
Can I get you to roll 2d10, sir, as he passes through your body? Seven and seven. Okay, so 14 points of pow uh, drop off of you. Yeah, as he shoots through you and you cry out in pain and sort of drop to your knees. So I'm down to 36 pow. So at this point, uh, I hear that scream or whatever yeah. noise that is made. I start to run upstairs. Exactly. Everyone has heard it. Red Bonnie and Mercedes downstairs and uh, just outside Archibald and Calvin and um, Livingston also hear it. And they're just on the porch. Um, are you going to, is your plan to go inside Archibald? Uh, Livingston certainly makes for the door. Yes. Okay. So everyone's kind of pouring in to that, uh, that first powder room. Uh, they come in and, um, are you running upstairs? Is that your plan, Mercedes? Yeah, I'm just, I take out whatever this gun is. Um, I take out my uh, overcoat pistol and I Excellent. go upstairs. Yeah, those are like some small uh, derringer of today. And you, we'll let you get up there first since you were the first one moving. Red Bonnie, are you moving as well or are you sticking <clears throat> to your job? Well, I will, I will have, have heard the scream, seen Mercedes take off. Uh, taking a look back towards the sitting room to see everyone else piling into the house and headed towards the stairs. Uh, so I will shrug, take another sip of rum, and continue <laughs> moving stuff. Excellent, excellent. You've almost got it uh, uncovered at this point. Um, so Mercedes is charging up. Um, Archibald, are you uh, running up as well? Yes. Um, okay. I will, you know, kind of, I'm not exactly sure where in the house the scream came from, so I'm kind of, you know, mm -hmm. looking around and trying to assess they're, things. They're upstairs, Judge. And okay. Judge or not, Bonnie, I'm not surprised. <laughs> so Mercedes goes plowing past you. Um, uh, Livingston like pulls hard on his uh, on Biffer's leash and uh, holds her up kind of in the um, in the sitting room there. So they're kind of there, and uh, William is there, sort of looking around, and, and Calvin also is sort of stopped, just kind of a pile up there a little bit with Judge uh, sort of out in front of him. And as you come running up, Mercedes, you see. Um, in uh, or you hear in the bedroom making some loud noise. Um, what's the name? Gideon is in there. You can go to where the loud noises is, noises are, or you know whatever you like. Sure, I get upstairs and I'm looking around for Gideon, and it's I. I guess I can maybe see him through the door of the bedroom. So I. Yeah, I mean, you know where he's coming from. He's still making yeah, noises okay. and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, he's he's suffered quite a bit 
So you so go head, in. Yep. Yeah. I head toward him and I'm running and I, um, Gideon, what's wrong? What happened? There's a chill all over your body and you, like I said, you, you felt much of your happiness leave your body there, Gideon. There's more. There's more kids. Someone, There's what? It's horrible. Um, someone's here. There's more kids. Was it Doug, the little boy who we met? He's here as well. Oh, Billy. Sorry, Billy. Um, Billy is here as well. Where? Where Somewhere. is he? He was there. No point. What so happened was, to you? Are you okay? It was horrible. We have to search this area. There's something bad going on here. Um, and he basically head towards the powder room, look in the powder room. Okay. You go charging across the powder room, which is a, um, <clears throat> a, it's a small room with a, I don't know, a basin, I guess, again, on a pedestal and, a, uh, maybe I should have looked into what toilets were like back then, uh, a type of uh, chamber pot there on the floor, uh, a few uh, towels. Maybe it's going to be like gunpowder room. <laughs> and a, a clawfoot <laughs> tub. And um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. hanging above on hooks above the clawfoot tub are these big sort of nasty sort of... Uh, leathery type um almost gossamer as you can kind of look through them things and they smell terrible they're not parts of human bodies are they um as you take ask that question and you take a closer look there uh can you give me a sand roll as well 83, so that's a fail. Okay, so uh, give me a D6. D6, four. Okay, so you realize that they're not parts of bodies, but they are the skin of people. You can see like fingers, and you can see, um, you know, what might have been lips or an ear there. Um, but it's just like they're hanging and they're kind of, like I said, kind of coming apart almost um, a little bit. Um, Gideon's basically going to then back away, stumble downstairs and go outside and probably promptly throw up. Okay. So while you've been doing this and you start to stumble back, um, do you... Uh, well, probably Mercedes, you'll need a uh, a sand roll as well because as he's looking at them and kind of moving them a little bit, uh, you will recognize it too. Sure. Um, I just rolled 27. I don't see sanity though. Um, it's on the second page. Oh. <laughs> It took me a while to find it too. <laughs> um, 
Oh, I pass. Okay, so just take one point for that realization. Okay. So while this has been going what on. What did I realize? You realize that, that those things hanging up were human. Okay. They're, they're like human skins, but they're in um, sort of rough condition, but they definitely came off of people. Okay. Yeah. So um, at this point, we'll say that Red Bonnie has gotten all the barrels moved, and there is the door before you. Well, it took longer than I would have expected. <laughs> Maybe some of those barrels were full. <clears throat> Need to drink after that hard work. Take a swig of uh, rum and attempt the basement door. Okay. It is locked. Now, when you say locked in 1776, <laughs> can you be a little more descriptive? <laughs> is Certainly. it barred from the other side? Is it barred from this side and I'm an idiot for not lifting up the bar? Is there <laughs> a giant padlock hanging on this side? It is barred from this side and okay. also um, locked with a pair of padlocks. So it's barred in two places. Huh. Okay. Um, I will pound loudly on the basement door. Hello, is anyone down there? Can uh, you give me a listen roll? I listen to myself very well. Okay. I can't so be bothered to listen to anything else. No response. That's right. No response. We didn't see an external basement entry oh, or shoot like those, or yeah. those doors or whatever. No, you did not. Okay. Huh. Well. Um, I suppose it's possible. Um, what sort of condition are the locks in? Do they are they like old and rusty, like they've been hanging here for a while, or are they? I don't want to say new, but you know, sure, well yeah, they, oiled or. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they are not um, like old and rusty. They are definitely not new locks, but they have seen use recently. You can tell that they are, you know, they're not about to fall off or, you know, encrusted with, well, rust, right? They they, they have been used. Uh, and you said there's two of them. There are two, yeah, like two okay. different spots. Well, perhaps some ruffian has thrown the children down in the basement and then locked them in. Um, I don't think, do I have any sort of anti-lock skill no i do not uh so the anti-lock skill i have involves a flintlock pistol <laughs> excellent excellent stand back and let fly sir is that your ma'am or is that your plan uh, stand back and let fly red bonnie thank you yes yes red bonnie is red bonnie no other epithet is needed and yes Okay. 
Roll and yes, for some... obviously I'll have to do that twice because there's two locks and it'll take me a moment to reload between the two. Right. Uh, but the first one is a success of some kind. Uh, it is the success of a hard kind. Excellent. I'll just give you, you know, um, uh, give you an auto success since, I mean, it's right there. But uh, let's see how much damage you do from your pistol. Uh, sorry, I gotta go find pistol damage. The pistol damage That's again. Right. Where is it? D6 plus one. There we go. Uh, D6 plus one is seven. That sounds like a resounding success. One of the locks blows off, and uh, you'll have to pause to reload, of course, which takes a little while. And all the rest of you hear a, a gunshot from the, uh, the front room. Um, the two of you upstairs um, are still in the powder room, and um, we have Archibald and the others there in the front parlor. As the uh, as the sound of the gunshot starts to fade, um, I'll consider for a moment. And then, oh yes, of course. Uh, no trouble. Red Bonnie is simply dealing <laughs> with an obstacle. No need to worry. Um, <clears throat> William Stacy will actually head to the kitchen and pull his pistol out. At that time, you see him stick his head inside there. So there's Calvin Livingston and uh, Biffer, who is barking her head off at all the commotion, along with you, Archibald, there in the uh, front foyer. Ah! As I hear <laughs> Bonnie's declaration, I stick my head in there. I'm just like, is it a recalcitrant cook? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly remains to be seen, Magistrate. Good grief, says William. Do you have to tear the whole place down? Not it may the whole fall place. In on us. It may fall in of us if you keep in on us, if you may put, keep putting holes in it. Well, somebody lit yeah, these fires. They've got to be hiding here. What's in these barrels? I start poking in them. Okay. About uh, this time... <clears throat> you hear from the front room. Ow! And um, <clears throat> Calvin has cried out, He bit me! He bit me! And uh, we have uh, Gideon coming down the stairs at this point, along with um, Mercedes. And you see uh, Calvin standing in the corner there with the fire poker. And, um, and uh, Livingston standing there with his back to you. Well, I'm still heading outside to throw up. Okay, so you walk right past them. Oh, well, I'm probably running yeah. at this point because of what sure. just happened and the bodies. Sure, sure. And Mercedes, actually, you didn't say you were even leaving the powder room, but you hear all that commotion downstairs. So it's up to you what you do. Yeah, um, I when I see those things in the tub or above whatever contraption that is, I mm -hmm. head out of there. Okay. 
So as you're coming down the stairs, then Gideon runs through the front door and you see um, you hear all the commotion going on in the kitchen area. And you can see uh, Calvin with the fire poker in the corner and Livingston with his back to you kind of looking at Calvin and Calvin is reaching up against his uh, against his neck with one hand, the hand not holding the poker. Calvin, what are you, who bit you? The dog or, who bit you? Yeah, the dog is kind of jumping up and down and barking at this point and uh, Livingston isn't holding the leash anymore. And Calvin's like, he did it, he bit me. And Livingston says, it's his sins. It's his sins, that's what happened to his boy. It's a punishment from God. And uh, why don't we go into Dex order now? We've got an awful lot of stuff going around all over the place. So uh, Red Bonnie, you may go first as you're reloading your pistol. Uh, yes, I am reloading my pistol. Okay, you're just going to keep doing that? Okay. Until I'm done, yeah. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So we'll give you a uh, maybe one more round. It usually takes four, but we had other stuff going on. So uh, next is Gideon, as you are on your hands and knees outside, throwing up. Um, well, once I'm done, I'll basically turn around and head back in to see okay. what's happening, well, and I'll have a hatchet in my hand. Okay. So we'll say you're throwing up right now when you're rising with your hatchet and you'll be able to get back inside by next time. <clears throat> Biffer <clears throat> takes a jump at uh, William Stacy, who's there. Let's see. No, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. William Stacy's in the kitchen area, so he's actually going to jump at Calvin. Which he uh, sort of snaps at him, and Calvin waves the the poker, and uh, both of them were just kind of waving back at each other, with Biffer growling and snapping at him, and the uh, the poker waving back and forth above his head. Um, Livingston <coughs> takes a knife, and uh, you see him stab it into. Um, into Calvin's neck, right where his hand is. And uh, maybe he was, oh, hang on, let's get Calvin a chance to get out of this. But he doesn't. Maybe he was distracted by the dog, but blood splurts everywhere from his hand. And uh, Livingston yells, for your sins, for your sins. And he just stabs, buries his knife into the neck of uh, poor Calvin there and leaves it. Mercedes, you were on the stairs witnessing all of this. It's your turn. And I'm not affiliated with Livingston or Calvin, right? They're just these two fighting dudes now in the room down there. The right, exactly. Property. Yeah, yeah. Calvin was the guy who whose sons went missing. And, and Livingston, Livingston helped us. The to... kindly preacher, right, that yeah. helped. Mm -hmm. Uh, ew. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mercedes runs down the stairs and uh, <laughs> she 
She screams, Livingston, what are you doing? She it's because of his sins. And he, um, yeah. What else do you do? Are you just going to yell at him? What are you talking yeah. about? Cut it out. And I grab his arm that he's stabbing with, with both of my arms. Okay. Let's make a fighting brawl roll for you. Page one. Um, so I have blanks. I just rolled a 30. Um, I have weapon brawl. I have a damage, but I don't have numbers in the skull boxes. Um, Base is 25. There you go. Is what? 25. All right, I failed. I had a 30. Okay. So you're unable. He just kind of. You're grabbing his arm, but he's just kind of shaking it off, so you're unable to kind of get a grip on him. Sorry, Calvin. <clears throat> okay. So William Stacy is the next to move. He steps through the door and just kind of stops. What's going on? What? So he's not he's useless. Calvin is down and uh Archibald. It's your turn. What in the name of the Lord? <sighs> and I just poke my head out. I see a dead man on the floor. The preacher's got a bloody knife. I, I, I try to disarm him. Okay, just, you're going to. Yeah, just kind of um, either like knock it out of his hand. Sure. Oh. I got a 16, so that's oh. a regular. Regular. Let's see. And I think you even get a, uh, well, it doesn't matter because he rolled poorly trying to get out of your way, but I think you'll get a bonus attack for, or a bonus dive if there more than one person is going after him. So, um, so yeah, you're able to uh, take the knife away from his hand. And he is just stabbed in there. And he is sort of foaming at the mouth. <sighs> it's for his sins. I must eat his sins. And uh, Red Bonnie will say, you have your pistol reloaded. <clears throat> Looks like an open and shut case for you, Magistrate Jameson. Uh, but you said uh, Jameson was able to disarm him? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> but once Clearly. you have a crowded front room, yeah. yeah. Well, I see you have that well under, well in hand. So I'll shoot the other lock off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Give me some damage. Okay, I think it's a little more hardy than that. I have to take another shot. Distracted watching Archibald work. Exactly. Maybe it's hardier than the other one. Start to reload again. Okay, Gideon, you have reached the door on the front porch with a hatchet in hand. Okay, and everyone's fighting the preacher? Yeah, so Calvin... Uh, the man who's the father is now lying on the ground. He's sunk on the ground with his throat 
just stabbed open and uh, the fire poker lying at his feet. And uh, the preacher, his hands are bloody. There's blood splattered on his face. He's baring his, uh, his teeth as he's swinging around. Uh, Archibald, the judge, has, his, has a bloody knife in his hand that he's just taken away. And uh, Mercedes is trying to grab him and uh, hold him still. So the preacher seems, looks a bit mad, crazy? He looks angry, that's for sure. Maybe mad. Tough to tell. Um, I will throw my axe at him, my hatchet. Throw your hatchet at him, okay. Get a uh, roll there. Throw roll? Yep, a throw roll, yep. Oh, actually got a skill for it. Uh, so that's uh, 21. So that's not quite a hard success. Ouch. Okay. Um, you're really close, so I don't know that. I, hmm. I'll give him. I don't know. I'll give him a chance to die. I guess it's not a not a bullet, but he is unsuccessful. So uh, let's get some damage from that hatchet throw, killing the man so, of God. So so it's a D six. It's a five plus. One, there's two lots of plus ones. Um, and what's the dam my damage bonus? So six, seven. Um, where's my damage? Do I have a damage bonus? Did I add it on your character sheet? I'm just checking, looking for. Uh, yep, plus D4. Okay. Uh, that's a four, so that's 11 points of damage. Okay, so hang on. I'm looking at this. It's one d six plus one plus half your damage bonus. Oh, half my damage bonus. So it's plus yeah. two. So I apologize. Uh, okay. Realize that was half. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So so that's a two. So that's nine points of damage then. Nine points of damage. <laughs> you bury it in his chest, and uh, <laughs> he his eyes go wide. And he sags to his knees, and there's blood on his mouth from uh, where he attempted to bite Calvin. And he, more blood wells up as he drops on his back, staring skyward. Um, go ahead. I'm not sure how burying your axe in an unarmed madman is going to go over in the courts there, Gideon. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Before we go quite to that, that's what happens. But Biffer is not happy about this. And Biffer is going to take a shot at... Um, so I've forgotten about Biffer being there. Biffer is going to take a lunge at Gideon as he comes through, but he's unable to get a hold of him with his teeth. So, uh, Mercedes, it's up to you again. You've got this dead preacher, a dead father, and a, um, a vicious dog biting at your friend Gideon. Yeah, but am I really going to shoot this dog? I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, I... 
uh, try to grab the lead and jerk the dog back off of Gideon. Okay, let's uh, maybe make a dex roll. See if you can grab a hold of it. Okay. Um, I don't. I have. I see dodge half dex, and I see that score, but I don't see. Oh wait, dex fifty. Yeah, I passed. Okay, great. So you were able to grab a hold of that uh, <clears throat> of that uh, lead that you've got there, and uh, we'll see if you can hold on next round. But you're definitely keeping him from getting a hold of Gideon right now. Um, William Stacy is uh, pulls his pistol at this point, but he's a little bit um, aghast at what's happened with the two people down. So he's not really doing much. He's just, what on earth? And Archie, it's once again up to you. Um, Hold uh, that dog! That's <laughs> Gideon. Dogs are supposed to be his thing. He can handle it. Archibald doesn't even know what to do. Okay. <laughs> Just madness. 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 So, um... I'm, I'm going to try to calm the dog down. Okay, let's make an animal handling. Animal handling, bro. Mm-hmm. A 17. So, with my animal handling, that's a hard success. Okay. Between um, <clears throat> what do you call it? Um, between Mercedes grabbing a hold and yanking his lead, and you trying to calm him, he uh, he stops snapping at you, but he steps over uh, Livingston, and he's growling and baring his teeth, kind of in a defensive way, not letting anyone come close. But Livingston is Biffer's owner, right? Yes, Biffer's the dog. Okay. And Livingston was the preacher who's now dead. Yes, Calvin was the father. And he attacked Calvin and bit him. There's a lot of people in this room. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, so I'll go over real quick. Calvin was the father. He got killed by Livingston, the preacher. Livingston, the preacher, got killed by um, Gideon. And uh, Biffer, who's Livingston's dog, is really mad right now. But Mercedes and Gideon seems to have, uh, ke- seems to be keeping him from attacking anybody right now. And then you hear another explosion. Boom! As Red Bonnie has succeeded in blowing the lock <laughs> off the uh, off the door, the kitchen. Jesus! <laughs> sorry, sorry. <clears throat> I think that's got it. People are going crazy. Why did he attack him? This place is cursed. I'm going to reload my pistol again before I open the basement door, by the way. 
sounds smart. Okay. You. There, I, I'll quickly say there are more kids here. It's not just um, Calvin's children pointing to the dead father. Is he dead? I I um I do examine him. Okay, can you make a first aid roll. Uh, no. Seems dead to me. As far as you can tell, yeah, he's not moving, not breathing, maybe shallow breathing. I'm not sure. Okay. So, Red Bonnie, you said you were going downstairs? Uh, I did not say that, no. You were <laughs> opening the door? What is uh, going yeah. on here? I'm okay. reloading my pistol. Excellent, uh, yes. And then uh, I will open the door to the basement. Okay. I presume I see stairway leading down. You do indeed see a stairway, but it is pitch black. You'll have to bring a light source of some sort with you. Hello! Is there anyone um, down there? We had a lantern with us because we weren't totally traveling in the dark. Right, and there yeah. are candles inside. You had, <laughs> you know, at least one or two lanterns. I'll even say two because there was two groups to begin with. Um, um, can I recover my hatchet? What am I? Sure. You step over to the body of the dead preacher, plant your foot firmly on his chest, and with a squelch, a disgusting sound, you pull your bloody death-dealing implement from his chest. <laughs> you know, you know, for my character, if it was an animal that he had to kill, he would have been upset. But um, not a preacher. Like especially... Not the person, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's going to basically uh, head over to where Red Bonnie, you know, going to downstairs. Okay. Okay. Um, William Stacy is going to go over and um, in the room with Calvin and... Um, Livingston's bodies and uh, Biffer, who was staying there, growling at everyone who comes close. Uh, William's going to try to stay in there and see if he can't, like, calm the dog and get to the bodies. He is sweating profusely and is taking his hat off and is wiping, wiping his brow. So uh, you said you were bringing um, a light source to Red Body, or did I just make yes. that up? Yes. No, okay. no, yep. That's what I was wondering if we the lantern. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, can I get a... My, uh, bef before I do that, I'll put my hatchet back in my belt because I've only got one hand. That's right. That's right. You have to make a choice. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll be holding yeah. the lantern. Okay. So there you are, Red Bonnie, with Gideon right behind uh, with a lantern. You can I... reach in and see. Can you make a listen roll for me before all this, Red Bonnie? Uh, that was going to be my question. Is mm -hmm. there any answer? Ooh, that's a good. That's a good number. Uh, listen, li listen. Where is it? There it is. Oh, uh, extreme success. Okay, right? excellent. Yes, extreme success. Okay. 
you hear um, some whimpering and some whispering coming from downstairs. Not very loud and uh, sort of ragged, perhaps. Children, call out. It's okay. We're coming down. Your father is, well, here. (laughs) (laughs) There's uh, no response. I lose you guys. Sorry, nope. I was talking on mute. Um, uh, I will look at Gideon holding his lantern and step aside to let him lead the way down into the dark cellar. Okay. At this point, is everyone gathered in the kitchen? Is anyone staying with the bodies, Biffer and William Stacy, or doing anything else? No. Oh, Um. I'm going to be. Downstairs. Yeah, we have we have Gideon and we have Red Bonnie accounted for Archibald and Mercedes. Well, you said plan? Livingston was sweating. No, no, not Livingston. I'm sorry. Um, William. William Stacy. Yeah. Tavern William Stacy was all sweaty and and. Are you okay, man? This is this is madness. I thought to find some boys. Yeah, he's he's well, sitting in the only the only chair in the sitting room. Um, yes, it does seem like madness. Watch that dog, careful. Um, yes, let's let's shut the dog up. Um, um who's got the dog? Mercedes the dog- does. The dog is standing just a few feet away from you over uh, the body of Livingston uh, right now, sort of growling protectively. Um, I want it to get loose and trap us. I'm sure Mercedes can keep a firm hand on the lead. Do I still have the lead, Steve? Uh, you could. I, I was saying that, you know, between you and Gideon, the two of you were able to get him to at least stop attacking one way or another and be protective. We'll get her to do that. So, yeah, you can hold her lead if you like. I'm going to try to get her to go outside. Okay. Um, hmm. Gideon doesn't have, he's not here. He's the one with animal handling. Uh, what would be a good skill to roll? Uh, any suggestion? Do you have like a charm or a, uh, yeah, you could try to, to drag her. Or you could try to get her to go willingly with like a charm or persuade or something. I'll even let that go. You do, do have, have charm. charm. Okay, see if you can charm it with some, you know, soft cooing and kind of thing. I do pass. Okay. So I charm it outside. 
Okay. It still is unhappy, but it is. Uh, what kind of success was that, by the way? 49 out of 50. I tie oh. it to the posts of the deck, of the porch, of the okay. deck, deck porch. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Certainly doesn't want you to get anywhere near it, but it's, uh, yeah, it allows you to take it out. So were you while she's doing that, um, what were your plans, Archibald? You were checking the body out and talking to William, who's here. Are you going to stay in this room and kind of uh, take care of stuff no. here, or are you going downstairs? No, I, I will. Once I see that things are, are settled in this room, I will. I will head uh, see what's going on in the other room. See that they're heading into the basement. Shake my head at them and then follow along. Did I get lost? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I had a quick visitor I had to chat with. Um, so you are going downstairs. Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. So Gideon leads the way with the lantern high overhead, Red Bonnie um, holding their pistols, and uh, Archibald kind of peering around the corner and gingerly coming on the old rickety staircase that seems to shift back and forth as you take a uh, as you take every step um you reach the bottom and there's a uh seems to be an old workroom with um sort of dust um hanging thickly around which you can see you know along the dirt floor there's a chest over here sort of a wall and as you move the uh, the lantern around, you can see a sand roll for all three of you that are there in the flickering lantern light of the basement. Ninety-nine. Ooh, ooh. I failed, but not like that. Okay. I succeed brilliantly. Okay. Red so, money uh, is pretty stuff. <laughs> so what you see is hanging suspended um, by his feet upside down with blood sort of pooled below him um, is a small boy, maybe 10 years old. The peers Billy. Uh, it appears as he's light-skinned and doesn't look as if there's any blood left in his body at all. So for Red Bonnie making it, um, with your background, I'll give you the one again. And uh, maybe a D4 for you, Judge. Or a D6. I think this is a slain child. I think we'll go D6 again. And... Um, Go ahead and for Gideon, you as well. D6. Okay, yep. Ah, I rolled a one. <laughs> you rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> but you have the total five, right? Uh, I'm, yeah, but it's five in one go. Right, I'm sorry. Yes. yes. Um, okay. I've actually lost more than five. I've lost eight. Oh. And oh. my, since we've started. 
Uh, that's what I'm trying to check. So I'll, I'm at 42 now. I was at 50, so 20 one-fifth of 50. 10. 10, yeah, so not yet. got eight, so not quite yet. Okay, <laughs> so yes, um, close, but not quite there. So you all gasp in shock and um, just sitting next to him on the ground uh, with his knees pulled up to him as an even younger boy, sort of whimpering and crying. And uh, Billy is sort of scrouched next to him and kind of whispering to him when you come down there. And he sort of bares his teeth when he, uh, when he sees you get in with the lantern. Uh, the the hanging child is is dead. I assume. Uh, it appears that way. You'd have to check. But it but you said it was drained of blood. It looks that way. Yes, and there's okay. a pool of blood below it. Yeah, I'm not gonna check. Okay. I'm just going to assume. Uh, how the the young child is like? How young is how young young child? So um. <clears throat> Charlie was the oldest, and he's the one that, um, well, actually, I'm not going to put uh, names to them, though if it were the two missing boys, then uh, the oldest would be 10, and the other, um, I think, around 8. So, they, I mean, the one that's on the floor yeah. that, that the ghost is, is pestering is, right. is like 8. Yes. Ish. Yes. Okay. Um, the other one's on his verge of teenage years or so. And if it is, if it is Never the, make it. if it is the kid in question, what was that kid's name? So the older one was Charlie, and the younger one was Jack. Okay. Uh, I think Red Bunny might have remembered that name. Yeah, it it hasn't been you know two weeks for. Jack, come away, come away. And I will pick him up and carry him upstairs. Billy is also right there. He says, don't go, Jack. Don't go. He's still alive. He do terrible things to you. He's kind of, uh, Jack's kind of looking back and forth between you and the boy next to him. Uh, would you like to? What make, are you doing, Archibald Gideon? Help the other boy. Would you like to make some sort of persuade or charm or? I was just going to pick him up and take him away. I wasn't okay. giving him. A, I wasn't giving him an option. Okay, that's um, fine. As you get, but, to, well, go, go ahead and see if he comes compliantly or like what if he's scared of you. I. Uh, your your parents are waiting in Trenton. Uh, I will attempt talk? to fast talk you. Yes, <laughs> uh, that is my fast talking is my skill. That is a thirteen. That is an extreme success. Excellent. So he looks up. He's like, Dad, Mom. Yes, they are waiting for you in Trenton. Come, I will take you. As Red you Bonnie down, will take you to them. As you reach down to uh, to pick him up. He reaches out with both hands. Um, Billy um, yells, he's not gone yet. You have to save us. And he jumps 
um, at you. Would you like to try to dodge or something? Fight back, shoot him with your pistol. <laughs> Red bunny. <laughs> Another will, boy. Uh, not dodge the jumping Knock child. Knock back with your hand. Something. No, I'm, I'm too busy trying. I'm too busy trying to pick up the. I'm too busy picking up Jack. I can't dodge a kid and I can't dodge one kid and pick up another. Okay. That doesn't make sense. Sure. So in that case, I will wonder why Gideon and Archibald aren't helping this other child who's sleeping. At Sorry. Me, yeah. That's their uh, problem. That's the ghost, isn't it? Well, you're about to find that out. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. That. I'm, I don't yeah. know that quite yet. <laughs> he doesn't know that. Yes. Yes. So he's going to, uh, Leap at you, and uh, I guess the first thing, can I get a pow roll from you? Uh, you absolutely may get a pow roll from me. Uh, that is, ooh, just barely a success. Okay, the world goes cold and shiver as you, as young Billy Townsend passes right through you. Ah! And, uh, runs up the steps, <laughs> yes. Can I get uh, sanity rolls from Judge Archibald and Red Bonnie there? Red Bonnie passes her sanity. Another one from you. Uh, so does Archibald. Okay, one from you, Archibald. And there is a child, a ghostly child, running up the steps towards you right now. Backspawn! <laughs> How are you going to backspawn him? Are you going to try to intimidate him or yes. push him or what? I will use the full force of my authoritative voice. Behave yourself. <laughs> Let's get some intimidate roll. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In that case, let's get a luck roll because he's running full bore, so not necessarily right at you. Yeah, uh, luck on the back as well. Second page. Yes. yes. Yep. I do not have very much luck. <laughs> okay, so let's get a power roll for you as well. Uh, nope, I don't do that one either. Another shiver runs through your spine, and uh, you are your breath is taken away, and you feel very cold as the specter of this child runs right through you and up the stairs and into the wall and disappears. Um, Take the yeah. child out. We'll okay. burn the place. Working the midst, on it. Yeah. In the <laughs> midst of all this, um, Mercedes, are you going to go back in after you uh, tie up Biffer? Or are you going to stay out or what? After I tie up Biffer, I you go back in. Okay. And I. Um, um, I am grabbing, I go upstairs and get sh sheets or linens off the bed and cover up the bodies. The bo oh, okay. Okay. So you go upstairs and, uh, as you grab the linens, you begin coming downstairs. You hear another cry of panic and footsteps. And a uh, sound of a door slamming open. 
And as you come down, can you make a sanity roll for me? Okay. <clears throat> I pass sanity, 55 out of 79. Okay, go ahead and take one point for me. Okay. As you see, um, William Stacy, the brave tavern owner, is no longer in the room. The chair is knocked over sideways. Um, Calvin Stowe still lies dead on the floor, but <clears throat> Livingston Hobb, what's that? Oh, the, I was about to say, the preacher's gone? No, the preacher is actually standing up, sort of. <laughs> he reaches his full height and sort of his hands reach down and where the hatchet buried itself in his chest, he pulls his skin apart and emerging from his skin that kind of slaws off of his body is a uh, devilish creature. Takes a deep breath and looks directly at you. I drop the linens and get that gun out and I try to shoot him. Okay. Let's uh get a firearms roll. It's on firearms. I got a 34, so an overcoat pistol, the blocks are blank. Um oh firearms 40. I passed it. You passed it. Excellent. Um okay, does it say what the damage is there? Um 1d6. Okay. Three. Okay, so you blast him in his chest. And he looks down, kind of staggers for a second, smiles at you, and runs at you up the stairs. Um, um, I, take, I take that, the knife that I have, and I, um, I sort of back up the stair or uh, a is is running toward me like it's it's just charging me. Yes, it is charging you. Yeah. Uh and that uh, thing in the picture with the horns. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. Minus the wheat and sack, I guess, and backpack. Um, but uh yeah, you're now sort of in dex order so i'm afraid it gets to uh to try to attack you as you're pulling out your knife and going okay. back upstairs so uh would you like to uh dodge or fight that i'd like to dodge that thing okay tell me what you roll and if it's successful um oh 87 i failed it okay that's okay because he um uh, sort of slams his hand on the floorboards right where you are as you're kind of staggering backwards upstairs. What would you like to do? Um, are we on the stairs now? Yes, we're on the stairs. Okay. Um, I take my boot with everything I have and I try to kick him in the head. Nice. Let's give a roll for that fighting brawl. Um, 
I failed it. 84.25. Okay. Let's see what he did. He is successful in his fight back. So he's going to grab a hold of your leg um, for four points of damage, and he's holding on now to your leg with his uh, with his mouth. Four points of damage. Okay, and if it's still my turn, I'm going to scream with everything I've got and take the knife and start stabbing at him. You can absolutely scream, but he's uh, he's going to try to sort of, uh, he's going to hold on to you for his attack. He's going to do some more damage there as he worries your leg for uh, three more points of damage. Okay. And uh, you may certainly scream for all your worth um, at that point. And um, down below, I'm not even going to make you roll for all this craziness. You hear Mercedes upstairs screaming um, from above on the stairs. Well, as I'm at the top, was the last one down, I will turn my shivering body and haul butt upstairs. Excellent, excellent. And I will do the same probably following after Red Bonnie because I'm behind Red Bonnie at this stage. Yep, I'm... Okay. Picked up Jack and oh, and I'm pulling them outside. Out my, um, one of my axes as well. I'm not worrying about the um, lantern at this stage. We'll just You're go drop the lantern. I'll put it down so that we've got light to go upstairs. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. If you put it down, I'm going to make you take another. Uh... Okay, I will drop the lantern and rush back upstairs. <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's the action. Okay. All the right. house catches on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it was an accidental house burning. So, uh, so yeah, you guys will get there next time. For right now, why don't you go ahead, Mercedes, and uh, try the stabby stabby? Okay, I'm screaming and stabbing with everything I have, um, and I fail the brawl roll. Ah. That's okay. He doesn't seem to be able to get a hold of you anymore either at it. So he's just sort of worrying at you there a little bit. Um, you guys will have one more go at each other and then uh, we'll uh, get the rest of them in on this action as they are kind of clumping up the steps. So he's going to sort of with his, uh, well, if he'll do one more point of damage to you right now. Uh, well, yeah, because he's already got you held. Um, and you may attack him or do something different, if you like. Um, Try to get away, whatever. I am going to try to get... I'm going to try to stab him again. I'm, I'm just stabbing and screaming and screaming and stabbing and trying to get backwards up the stairs. So... Um, I got a 26 and I want to spend luck. How do I do that? You may use one of those coins. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I'm taking a coin. And um, those things are kind of flexible. You can spin luck with them or other things, uh, by I'm the way. I'm using it to spin the luck to okay. get uh, a point to cast the brawl roll. Excellent. Let's hear some damage. Um, is a G. How do you know what your damage bonus is? It's 1d3 plus db. Plus damage bonus? Um, yeah. How do you get your damage bonus? Top left of the character sheet. There you go. And it has non? Yeah, no. I'm sorry. This is French. So <laughs> I borrowed these Boom. from uh, the Raid of Terror. So That is a no, very tiny accent no or acute. What is it? Acute on there? Okay. So it's one plus whatever that is. So one, one point of damage. Sort of snarls as you bury your knife, poke it in its shoulder. As soon as the knife gets in his shoulder, I try to jerk it back and try to get away from it and run upstairs and lock myself in the bedroom. Sounds good. The two of you are uh, struggling with that. And uh, rushing into the room is Gideon with his hatchet at this point. Okay, I'm um, seeing what's happening. I will charge at the beast and try to bury my um, hatchet in its head. Okay, let's get a roll. A 13, which will be, I think, possibly an extreme success. Oh, my. Oh, just wait. It, uh, oh, no, sorry, just a hard success. Okay, let's get some damage there. So it's D6 plus one, so that's five, six, and a D4. So that's two, so that's eight. Well, it snarls at that and opens its mouth as it's uh, the hatchet digs deeply into its back and lets Mercedes go. Uh, the judge also comes rounding the corner. I fumble for my pistol. Um, I probably make a sanity roll. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. We'll need to do that, and also one for uh oh, for Gideon. Yeah, um, this freaks me out. Thirty-six. What's my current sanity at the moment? Just getting back to the page. Um, I think mine might be. Uh, success. Okay. So one or one D6. I still want away from me, Gary. You're killing me. So a D6. Oh, six. six. Nice. Well, side bodies, side bodies oblige for you. <laughs> so judge, how would you, uh, <laughs> how do you think you would react seeing this uh, blasted creature of, I see this uh, blasted creature. I see the the shell of the of the the man who I thought was the father of these children. This child. No, it's. I thought it was a preacher. Yeah, but oh, you got you got guy? the dead father there too. She's on a roll. Let her go. Let her go. Okay. Okay. I I. I run out the door. Excellent. 
Excellent. They just leave. This is madness. Running past Biffer on the way, takes it on the hill in tow. Where he does, Judge Archibald starts screaming and fleeing the house. Okay, Red Bonnie, you have emerged with um, young Jack in your arms. Yep. Stand back and watch or fling the boy at him or... Um, well, let's see what sanity does. Yes, There's sorry, thank there. you. Always good to have honest players. A sanity roll. Red Bonnie has seen many things in their time at sea. This is not the strangest. Um, so, as Red Bonnie is carrying an eight-year-old boy... Uh, is there a possibility that Red Bonnie could be carrying the eight-year-old boy in one hand and take a shot with the other as Red Bonnie runs outside? Over your shoulder like a fireman's lift? So, you know, some over? Probably really not. I want to let you do that, but, I mean, so how Red many pistols do you have? Just the one. Just the one. So I don't think you, um, you blasted the lock, and I don't think you, or did you? Yeah, I reloaded before. I oh, perfect. Sure. Yeah, well, I'll let you do it, man. I mean, that's too too heroic not to happen. Okay. So okay. you're running outside with young Jack in your arm, blasting yep. as you go. Exactly. But, uh, I do have to warn you, you have Mercedes and Gideon right there with the beast on the steps. So oh, you engaged away. in fisticuffs? Oh, uh, well, I have complete faith in... Uh, Mercedes and Archibald. So never mind. I will just run outside and let them Gideon? deal with this. No, no not Gideon. No. Archibald is gone. <laughs> you may follow. <laughs> you see Archibald disappearing across the clearing. <laughs> well, that's I right. Archibald ran rounds. Mm -hmm. yeah. I have complete faith in Mercedes. Gideon looks funny and he doesn't dress well. <laughs> All the time with the animal. <laughs> so yes, Red Bonnie will just run outside. Excellent. Get in. We're back to you. Magistrate Hale, where are you going? Gideon is hitting again. So that's uh, forty success. Uh, let's see. Normal success. Oh, I'm afraid a zero seven will beat that. As a uh, oh, question, since he's fighting both of us, do we get an advantage? Uh, you know, I should have been doing that, but um, I wasn't at the moment. I think Mercedes, were you still stabbing or were you fleeing upstairs? I forget. I think there's only one of you at this time. I had started fleeing the last time, uh, okay. I... yeah, you're absolutely right, no, though. I should have been doing a bonus. Dive. No. That's all right. That's all right. Um, if he, if if um, if she's fleeing upstairs, I will. Yeah, I, I don't get an advantage to us anyway. Okay. So he is rakes you across with his razor claws for four points of damage across the stomach. Four points of damage. I laugh in his general direction. <laughs> He's right there. You can be specific. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh in his face. Okay. 
So Mercedes, we'll let you uh, complete what you're doing and come back to this fight on the stairs. I was headed to lock myself in the bedroom. Okay. Get away from this devil. Gotcha. You were able to do that. Um, absolutely. Run, fleeing, slam the door closed, move a chest in front of the door, perhaps. Something like that. Yeah, everything I've got, I put in front of mm -hmm. the door. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, so Gideon, you're back up. Back up. Okay, um, I am going to try to hit him again. Okay. Um, okay, I rolled a zero four. Can I? Can you? Can I spend a point, one of our tokens, and make an uh, a zero one? I don't know. Uh, that sounds like something that's reasonable. Yeah, let's do that. Use those tokens. You got them. So, then make it a critical. Yeah. So what does that wind up with? So that, um, oh, okay. So we, uh, it's, what's a critical again? It's a hatchet. It's what max damage plus a roll. Yep. Mm -hmm. So that will be seven plus five. So that's 13 plus D4. So that's three, that's 16 points of damage. I only rolled my strength damage once, don't I? My strength bonus once. Right. Right. Yeah. So it, um, yes. You pull your hatchet back, and it stands up and flings itself right in your direction, and you haul across with your hatchet, and the body goes flying over you, its head severed from its body as it bounces down the stairs in a crumple. Gideon stands victorious upon the stairs. So, we are at the end of our limit. I'll just narrate the, uh, the wrap-up here. Mercedes, as you uh, find yourself barricaded up in the room, you uh, find some trinkets and baubles in uh, the chest that you're in, kind of come spilling out that look to be uh, quite a few, uh, some of them quite old. Um, the bottom of the house does indeed catch on fire from the dropped lantern before. And it uh, burns down. But um, <clears throat> young Jack insists that you go back um, the next day after things are kind of wrapped up because he insists that he wants to bury his father and his son. And as you are sort of kicking through the ashes, you find also down in the basement some uh, newly turned earth amidst some of the um, the ruins there, and uh, inside there, you can see the remains of um, your courier that you were looking for, who has a package inside of her breast. They were somewhat protected by the, uh, the fire from above. She seems to be, there are also several other bodies in the grizzly remains down there with her that you have ret retrieved the package and found your spy. 
and uh, curtain closes on the end of the Flames of Freedom kickstart quick ah, quick starter. Sin eater. <laughs>